Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 23, Doctor Sleep. Still scarred by the trauma he endured as a child at the Overlook Hotel, Dan Torrance faces the ghosts of the past when he meets Abra, a courageous teen who desperately needs his help. Just talk to the kid. You're magic, like me. I need you to listen to me. The world's a hungry place. A dark place. Hi there. I only met two or three people like us. They died. When I was a kid, I bumped into these things. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, Doctor Sleep, our episode twenty-three. So tonight it's me, Kev, and we got Steve with us. Good evening, and Graham. Hello, and Paul. Hello. Wow, it's good to have Paul back again. Hopefully, uh, not much, not too much talk of penis this week. I don't know. It depends on whether we'll he can control you've, himself or not. You've already gone straight in, though, with a mention, I, haven't I, you? I know. I've got it out of the way. He's got a right head straight the, the cock. So let's start with uh, what we've been doing this week. So on Friday's podcast, we were meant to have an interview with the directors and actors from a British movie called Hosts that came out today, I think. Um but there is a bit of a, a bit of a mix up with timings with the PR people. Um I think we said we meet at nine and they said fine and they turn up at midnight. PR um, people, what do they know? Yeah, so so fucking useless. I, I don't yeah, know what time I, it is. I thought last week's podcast was a little bit we were a little bit in within ourselves because we were waiting for the guys from host well, to appear. We, we were sort of waiting for them to appear. Plus, I think we were, we were very aware of not wanting to give away too much about a film that hadn't yet been released. With a massive spoiler in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. pretty so much. We, that was worthwhile so we, then. So we couldn't, we couldn't really talk, and I didn't think we did it enough justice in some ways. But so... Anyway, the next day I get lots of messages overnight saying we would like to, uh, you know, we'd like you still to interview us. So on the Monday night, just myself and my daughter, Jess, we interviewed him. And that, I think that went really well. And, you know, we've had a lot of listens for that already. And that went out on Monday. I think both episodes went out on Monday. And they've done ask, okay. Did, did hmm? the guys you, you were interviewing, because I know you, you conducted the interview on your own. Did the guys you were interviewing know or, or listen to the podcast prior to the interview? They had. I think they had. Yeah. And they still went ahead with it. Yeah. Fucking hell. And the main actor, uh, what was his name? Neil, who played Jack. Jack. Father Jack. Sent, no. Sent me a message on Tuesday morning saying he'd listen to the podcast and um, he was really pleased that we liked it and that, you know, to actually hear people talking about him on a podcast was really good. And uh, 
Although we held, you know, we held back a bit, didn't we? Really. Um, so that that was nice to hear from him, and he's one of our followers on Twitter now as well. So it was worth doing, and and, and we got another one to do next week, which is good. Was that an interview? Um, not at the moment, but it may well be. I'm You've got to push there. for that, Kev. Get him on. I'm just. Uh, what was the film called again? You watched it, Paul, haven't you? The honeymoon period. Uh, the honeymoon period. And that's a sci-fi kind of horror. Is that right? That is correct, Jess. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it this weekend, and, and myself and Jess are on it, and you know, you guys can come on if you want. But I we're just going to do... I have yeah. to admit, I'm sorry, but The Honeymoon Period, it does sound like it's going to be a rom-com rather than a horror movie. Yeah, it does sound like that, but mm. watching the trailer, it certainly doesn't look like that. It's like Black uh, Mirror, if you've ever seen that. I yeah. have watched Black Mirror, yes. Very similar vibe. Even says so in the press release, funnily enough. Okay, that's where you got to say it. So we, No, we I thought try... that before I read it, but then I read it and thought, well, this is a coincidence. So we're going okay. to try and do this with, because, you know, from time to time we're asked to review movies, so I think it would be quite a good thing just to review them, like, as a bonus episode, all of them, so we don't get caught again, like, last week, if you know what I mean, um, on the Friday. Because uh-huh. that, that that was that was quite tricky. So you know, anyway, thank you to the guys and hosts. We all enjoyed it. Brilliant. So, have we been up to anything else this week, guys? Steve, oh, loads of stuff, haven't we? Yeah, loads of stuff. Big projects we've been working on this week. Is this the movie? D- just a lot of stuff over at Bones HQ. So yeah, you know, but- so we're we're hoping to have some more stuff coming out in the next two to three months. Yeah. Some real big projects we're excited about. A little bit higher budget this time. Yeah, including with also releasing a disco album as well. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. So under the name of the Disco I'm not Dicks, nice actually. is the word. Disco Dicks. Yeah, the that, Disco that Dicks. Be, yeah, that should that should be good. So, so that should you, be coming uh, out soon. Is Jason right in this screenplay? Yeah, Jason's doing the doing a screenplay for us for the squirrel. Is that for, for the squirrel, squirrel two, the resurrection. Yeah, Is we're not the releasing the first one because that didn't work out so well. So straight to the second straight one. to the second one. And, and clearly, being called resurrection, I presume he starts out the movie dead. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's, resurrected. It's all, it's, we don't want to give it all away. You can't start a movie away. with well, a star well, well, that's dead. Well, why not? You're calling it resurrection. Yeah, well, he was resurrected. Well, oh, the squirrel resurrected. Maybe yeah. we'll call it that. Ah. But when the film starts, he's already been resurrected. resurrected. We don't want to get into all the detail of... Being dead. No. That's the the prequel. (laughs) So So we'll do that later on. Yeah. That one. When we've got a bigger budget. We're going to release them in reverse chronological order. I quite quite like the idea that, you know, Squirrel resurrected. Okay, that's the sequel. Then you release the prequel, at the end of which he dies. But in in the in between times, he is resurrected, but that is never shown. They always say, you know, no, you, know no, you can no, tell no. too much. You've lost. Anyway, me giving now. the whole story away at the moment. So, <laughs> so Graham, have you been up to anything? Fuck all. Okay, That's work. Cool. That's it. That's all I have in life at the moment. <laughs> work. So let's move on <laughs> to the movie. So Doctor Sleep, two thousand and nineteen, with a budget of forty five million, and it's. Box office was seventy-two million. Now this is a sequel, direct sequel to The Shining. A lot of people didn't seem to know that. 
Mm. Hence why I don't the, think it did as well. Um, the name does not suggest it. You know, um, I haven't looked at a lot of the publicity either. It wasn't a lot. No, you know, I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, I, this film had mis- had skipped me by completely. I wouldn't say it, it was even really a sequel. It's not when you say direct sequel. It's not really by the same people. It's not. It's same, it is a continuation in it. It's got the main character in it. Both of them. What's her name? No, him. Him, Danny. Well, the, the character Danny's Danny. the main character in... Yeah, but wasn't one both. of the main actresses made an appearance in there too? Shelley. Yeah, but that wasn't her. Was that it wasn't her, her though. No. no. That was pretty convincing. No. Yeah, there, it was. There, there, were, there were a couple of sort of good lookalikes um, in sort yeah, of the, 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 the flashback or reshot scenes. Although I didn't think the Jack Nicholson was... lookalike was particularly convincing at all. No, no. I, th- I, think, I think for a, a, Jack, a young Jack Nicholson lookalike... One of the best people you could probably employ at the moment would be Timothy Timothy Oliphant. Who's he? Um, he's been in a number of films. Um... <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Okay. okay, well, okay. Carry on then. I'm trying to think of one you might have seen, Stephen, because I know that you think most films are shit. So, <laughs> well, unless nobody's ever heard of them. Yeah, whatever. But tell me a film he has been in, and then maybe I can look up who he is. Uh, he was in Die Hard 4, The Girl Next Door. Oh, classy stuff then. Well, exactly. You see, I, I named some, die, I named some I think fucking films. Die Hard 4.0, oh, well, I think. You know, go fuck yourself. 4.0. Anyway, 4.0, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, what we thinking? Paul? 7.3. 7.3. <laughs> You, it's, it's actually a score that they do. I know. 7.3% would be pretty think, low. I think it uh, rates on percent. So it's 73. I think it probably increased a, a little bit after time. You know, probably initially low, increased after time. In mid-60s. I think higher. Seven, 77. I'm, oh, Ooh. I was about to get higher. I didn't get oh, to I say. thought you'd already had your turn. We're not one person. On. Yeah, you said high. Yeah. You said high. You, you, you were right. Yeah. Deal with it. You're on the, you're on yeah, the same I am, mark. I am right then, yeah. Okay, I can deal now, with being right. Yeah. So Doctor Sleep was written by Stephen King. It was directed by Mike Flanagan, who directed Oculus and Ouija Origin of Evil, both in my collection, and also the series The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. You ever seen that, guys? No. 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 It's well worth a watch. I think you'd like that. So, Doctor Sleep starred Ewan McGregor as Danny Torrance, and I'm only going to mention two people: and <coughs> Rebecca Ferguson as Rose Don't choke, the Stephen. Hat. Sorry, the beer went the wrong way. I was actually being sarcastic. What? You mean choke? Oh my god, we're meant to be a professional <coughs> outfit now. I can carry on. I'm going to move on to wine now, so that will be a problem of the past. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's move on to what we liked about the film. Now, I normally go first. Yeah. So I liked the psychic vampires. The uh, cult people, the true not. So they kind of, they they don't suck the light, the steam out of people Mm. um, by hurting them and, and bringing them close to death. Yeah. Yeah, and then taking all their steam. And I thought those scenes were quite brutal in parts, and uh, yeah, I, it it was it was really good. I, I liked all that. Although we we'll move <coughs> on to Baseball Boy later, 
Um, the flashback sequences to Room 237 with the twins and, and the old lady in the bath and all those bits, enjoyed all that. Ewan McGregor, I think, was really, really good because his character had many issues. Um, like He was mm. an alcoholic, he, he took drugs. Everyone had thought he had a really disruptive childhood or something. You well, know. He, his dad was a crazy he was banging loads of birds um and you know his character is like he didn't did he ever shout in it it was quite under he underplayed it all the way all the way through as this kind of withdrawn alcoholic kind of yeah and he, he i was, just he thought was, he played it so well he did yeah he did yeah, i think you really, mcgregor was brilliant in it and even when he was a bit off the rails quite a likable person, even though he'd lost his way, but he was never someone I thought, oh God, what douchebag, you know, he, he sort of just needed to get his act together, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I think he did. I, I, um, think, he did. I think when you can, as I say, I mean, yeah, when you, when you look back, if you know, when you know his backstory, you think, yeah, is it any wonder this guy's grown up with a few issues? And the, the fact that he's managed, managed to kind of like Restrain, learn to control the powers and things like that. I, I think that's actually a really good sort of part of the story. So, what were his main powers? Was it just to be able to? I think he could turn these... his he could turn his heating on when he was out, couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he could do that. Um, Anyone could do that with a smartphone these days. Yeah, it's, could... it's not exactly special anymore. <laughs> Did he actually do that? Did yeah, I miss that? They turned the lights on in one scene, didn't he? As he was approaching so he, that. House. He, ha- he could use his mind to. Yeah, they knew his mates used to call him the human hive because he could maybe, control maybe, everything maybe, in the house. Maybe, you know, this is all in the same universe as Star Wars. And <sighs> Danny is like a, I don't know, a, a, a pre incarnation of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi or something. I don't know. I can see the link there. I can, set, I can see what you're saying. The powers are very similar in certain respects to <clears throat> Jedi at the end of the day. No, that was the girl who had that. She, she certain. Well, that's it, you know. I mean, she, she was the Anakin to, um, to, uh, Ewan's Obi Wan, really. A much stronger. No, she was much uh, more power, like Obi Wan. Not trained she, yet. Yeah, but she could just go up to people and go, You want to leave me alone? They go, I want to leave you alone. Do you well, remember yeah. that? <laughs> That was, well, that, was, uh, that was a different girl, wasn't it? That, that, was, that, that was the 15-year-old. That was the, the, the pusher. As they the pusher, the, yeah. So they didn't... That was Rose the Hat. No, no. No, it wasn't Rose no, the no, Hat. No, no, the, no. The blonde girl who looked like she'd stumbled in from the 1950s. Yeah. A bit sort of like a young Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Wasn't she called Sna- oh, yeah. Snake by yeah. Andy or something like that? Snake by Andy. Yeah. Something like that, yeah, because uh, she, she, she bit her victims... No. To make it look like a rattlesnake bite, or, no, she, or yeah, she cut them, she cut, cut them. them, yeah, yeah. We weren't watching the same film, I thought. Yeah, I, I watched. <laughs> I don't know what did you watch, Kev? I watched the director's cut. Do you don't remember her in the cinema? There wasn't. Snake a, yeah, I do remember, and she cut him. That's yeah. what I mean. Not I, bit, I, admit, not I, admit, I, I fucked up because she called it a rattlesnake bite, but she <clears> made it with a cut because he was a pedo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was preying on someone who was under sixteen. Yeah, so I guess so, and and she was ba- that was basically her prey, she, you know. She preyed on the prayers, predators. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> but she could just go up to people in a cinema like that and go, 
sleep, and they just go, yeah, sleep. Yeah, it was you know? it was this push, this power of suggestion. Yeah. Why and, do you and, think she turned so easily? Well, well, she's she was already a bit of an evil bitch. Well, I don't yeah. know. If she was if she was taking paedophiles, she was like, and then yeah, yes, but here's the thing, right? You know, them. she she wasn't well, she wasn't even killing them actually. She was she was uh, marking them. She mm. was marking them and and virtually hypnotizing them into admitting they were pedos. Whereas, you know, at the end of the day, what she could have done was just cut them off down a local cop shop and said, look, this guy's a fucking nonce. Lock him up. <laughs> yeah, she could have done that. <laughs> you know, she could have. That, that, that yeah. would have been seen as Very the, the more film. moral way of doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she wasn't yeah. that high on morals overall. She just had hatred for men. Yeah, pretty much. That was pretty much what was driving it, as far as I could work out. And the fact that the... What's the group called? I can never remember what they True actually Not. True Not. The fact that they saw potential in her for their own needs, they offered her not everlasting life, but a lot of the uh, extended joys yes. of life. Or was it Feed Well, Live Long or something? Feed Well, Live kept... Long, have yeah. loads of fun. But and prosper. But the fact that they were essentially torturing children to death for their own benefit, I'm surprised she went with it really. If she really, well, was. If she was that actually easily. really into that well, yeah. cause. If she, if she was the protector of children, then she can't yeah. really let herself down. Yeah, she, she was just, seduced, though, wasn't she? Well, yes, but it, yeah, proves how, it proves how shallow her cause was, which is true of so many people. But it, it sort of illustrated... I mean, that's, that's the thing. is If you say to someone, well, would you trade your view of protecting children for ex yeah for an xbox an xbox which would probably work quite well you know? <laughs> you'd fucking but, kill the bastards wouldn't you yeah but you know it's, the passion for the cause wasn't really there so when offered something appealing she's like oh yeah well okay i'll drink the whatever it is and go through the uh ceremony people are long. generally pretty selfish let's yes face they it. are yeah yeah you're right there mm-hmm well, that's lost us half our listenership. Yeah, so. this episode's got <laughs> dark. On. This has got dark. Maybe oh, we should talk about means. cocks again. No. Are you saying that half our listeners are selfish? Well, all three of them? Well, possibly. One and a half, we have one and a half selfish people in our listenership. <laughs> doing all right this week. We're doing well. I wouldn't so. <laughs> Pray okay, to God, we, got, we never got, start doing this as a live broadcast. We have a massive uh, group of listeners in Sweden. Really? Yeah. They they just hear us laughing a lot, and they, they don't they don't speak yeah. English, so they they don't know what we're actually saying. It's fine. They do. So they're so kind one of, of us is going to have to learn Swedish now, aren't we? No, oh, it would make make sense. <laughs> if they're listening anyway, we obviously don't need to. Well, what was that? that? What, what was that? That was a door. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. So they were my favourite bits in the film, and we can uh, work through some of the other bits, the ending, etc., in a bit because I do like the ending. It gets quite exciting. Um, Steve, positives from it. Positives. Well. From a, in terms of enjoyment, I, I actually thought I wasn't going to like it, so I was pleasantly surprised at 
I did. I did really like it. I think Ewan McGregor was great in the lead role. Um, entirely believable as actually quite a nice guy, despite being a little off the rails, as I said. And yeah. I think the whole cast, I think Abra was very good too. Considering she was... Yeah, sort of she a, was. I don't know if she's been in other things or anything about that actress, but the whole thing was entirely believable in terms of the characters, even though they were like, you, like I said about hosts, they were a bit sickly, kind of unrealistically nice. This was entirely not like that. They were convincingly nice people for the most part, even with certain faults. So I really enjoyed the characters and the sort of the way it played out just kept me engaged. I, I don't think it needed to be any longer, so I wouldn't necessarily want to get, get into the director's cut. I didn't feel it lacked anything, so I thought it was a well-judged film. looked good. kept me amused for two and a half hours. Yeah, mine was three hours or two hours 55. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. and I'm sure there's some bits you could pick out on, but I didn't feel <laughs> the need to... Extend it particularly. I didn't feel it was missing anything that I needed to fill in, really. I don't know how you felt about the director's cut, but then I suppose you haven't watched the normal one? Yeah, I have watched the normal I watched the normal one first at the cinema. Right. And then I watched, I watched the, obviously the theatrical version. Mm. And then, yeah, I've just, just watched because I bought it on Blu-ray and you get both versions and I don't know yeah. why I watched the other the theatrical one ever again really um yeah i have to say i did i think the uh the true not group were sort of pulled pulled along by the rose character i think she was very good yeah i thought the old fellow was quite good as well what the, 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 the one who the grandpa yeah the one who frazzled like he yeah i, I recognized from him from cup. somewhere yeah, I don't know. He looks like he's from an Indiana Jones film or something like that. Yeah. Oh, um, you got that reference. You do watch some shit films then. I don't, I, I've watched all kinds of films, but yes, I know about The Wrong Cup. Um, What's The Wrong Cup? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. you got to pick The Holy yeah, Grail. Not two Girls, One yeah. Cup reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm watching that. And you Let's go for the one. The Wrong Cup. The Wrong yeah. Cup is not the most glamorous one there. It's the little humble wooden cup. That doesn't two girls run cop, wrong Pardon? cop. Is that it? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> two girls, wrong cup. Uh, best. I have no idea what you're talking about. Alone in all okay. respects, I believe. Move That's what I thought he was talking about. And I was like, "What?" It's a two, two girls, Jones. one cup reference he was doing there. Oh, okay. One well, cup. Yeah. Stephen doesn't know. I don't know what he's talking I about. I think it's talking about two on, girls mate. shit, shit Paul, in the cup. Paul, t- t- well, that sounds lovely. Stephen. Why? <laughs> Why do they shit in the cup? Well, yeah. was don't blocked. go there. Can we? A foghorn will be coming on in a minute. Well, put the foghorn on and shut him up. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about two girls shitting in a cup. Why? Because that's what Kev brought up. No, and you didn't. didn't know what it was. You were talking about... I thought you were talking about cups and stuff. So Talking about grails. Holy Grail! Just Google oh. it now while we're on here. Two girls, no, one cup. No, I don't. No, we, we're not doing that. Is that a chalice? Is that what it's called? Next week. <laughs> oh God! Carry on, Steve. Um, where do you go from now? I did spot a reference to society in my warped world. 
I, I think, think I might have spotted the same one. This this finally made sense to me as to what society might have actually been about, although incredibly badly portrayed. But I think it was similar in the sense that they were feasting off the spirit or the power of the young to prolong their own life, albeit in a more sort of stupid way. But essentially, it's the same thing. Yeah, I, I admit, when I saw the, the scene where they absorbed... Um... Uh, Rosa's power. Yeah, when, I did when, have, when, fl- uh, have flashbacks to the big shunting scene in society. Yeah. But it did make sense <laughs> that actually the motive behind yeah. the, the the society was actually the same thing that they were because they didn't just pick anybody. They picked I've forgotten his name, but the guy who they kind of set up at the end, and they didn't actually manage to devour. They'd had him on the cars for quite a while, and this was kind of. They went after a certain type of person to steam, didn't they? People with power, and they could steal. And I, I think, I think in this version, they were a little bit more subtle about the way they did it as well. What they didn't stick anything up his ass? No, <laughs> yeah, no. It, it was. It wasn't the the full ultimate fisting. There was no was fisting. It? No. No. no, it was more the trick. They missed yeah. the trick. But they did brutally murder them, which. You know, that's not subtle. Well, yes, it, it didn't look like a pleasant way to go. I would agree with that for certain. No, but at least you didn't have a fist up your ass, so I suppose it's something yeah. to be thankful for. <laughs> yeah. Better way to go. Yeah. F- fisted to death. So, uh, okay. so that, ex- that explains two films, The Shining and Society. Have you, have you, have you uh, just given Dr. Society Sleep. an extra bowler for that? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's shit. I disagree with you. Um, Paul, what what do you think? You've watched uh, both recently, have you? I have. Shining. I think, I think the Shining's better. Okay. But I I like them both. They're both quite n- nice films to watch. I think the Shining looks quite nice as well, even now still. Okay, beautiful, isn't it? But no, I looks... enjoyed them. I enjoyed both films. Very easy watch. I don't think they they certainly doesn't Doctor Sleep doesn't feel as maybe as long as it is. Or it didn't to me anyway. No, I didn't feel I watched it. Was it yesterday, day before? Was it yesterday? Wednesday I watched that. Man, it was it was yeah, it went really easily and considering it was nearly three hours long. Didn't really stop it. Got a numb ass on the sofa. I I made that mistake. I watched this last night on my desktop PC because I couldn't be I didn't know if I was I might I thought I might end up sort of skipping a bit and speed watching it was a bit difficult to do on the big screen and all of that. Yeah. And I regret it because I did watch it solidly for two hours and that's not the most comfortable position to watch a film like that. So it kind of did my neck in a bit if I'm honest. But it was worth oh. it. It didn't last long. But I just sort of I sit in a weird position in front of the desktop because I sort of lean in towards the screen and you know, it's not the same sitting on your sofa watching it properly, which I kind of wish I'd done. Well, I can do it again one day. Yeah, I'll watch it again. I mean, I had to buy it, so it's there whenever I want it. Worth, worth it. Yeah, I oh, think it's worth it. Um, anything else, Paul? You enjoyed in the film, or anything you you know didn't enjoy? Well, I wouldn't say there's anything I didn't enjoy. I feel like I don't feel like I've got a lot to say about it, which makes it sound like I didn't enjoy it. But it kind of just felt like it went by in no time. And we're used to that on the podcast, Paul. Come really. quite absorbed in it. Yeah, I think that's a good the good way of judging it though for me. I didn't make any notes when I watched it at all, and that's because 
I was just enjoying it. I didn't care. So I think that's a sign of a good film. Yes. How about you, Graham? Are you going to um, uh, slag it now? or Things in particular that I liked. Um, <coughs> there, were, uh, there were a lot of um, harkbacks to the original, to The Shining. So, uh, sometimes that was in the form of um, used original footage, like they, they showed flashback scenes of Jack Nicholson, like when he was axing through the bathroom door um, just before the his Johnny bit, you know. Um, but actually, congratulations on not using specifically the Here's Johnny, because that is such an iconic part of the original film that has been quoted so many times that it feels like cheating to use it. But yeah. um, the scenes at the start, which were recreations, you know, the, the shots of Danny going around on the old uh, tricycle thing through the halls of the hotel, Uh at one point, I was I was actually questioning, you know, is this original footage or is it recreation? I think I think all the recreation was done really well, especially the fact I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but there's a scene where Danny's talking to um, I can't remember if he's a, a psychiatrist or police chief or something, but basically they're in this office having a, a, a chat, and the office is actually the exact same layout, even down to a few key things and the way they're positioned on the desk as the office where Jack Torrance was interviewed for the job in the first film. Oh, I didn't notice that, but I can quite believe it. Yeah. and, and Clever. I, I, sat there, I thought, hang on a minute, you know, to the point where earlier today I actually played that scene on one screen against uh, the original on another screen to identify what was the same and what was different. So Way I, too I really... much free time. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> it happens I thought, occasionally. I thought you were so busy, all you had to think about was work, and you, you've watched the film twice to work out how many pens are well, in, in the right place on a desk. No, I said I called up the scene. Yeah. You know, part of my preparation for tonight, you know. I do like get a, a few minutes free time. Okay. It, it, was a li- it was a little bit like a spot the difference, and there are differences, but there are some key things in the frame really draw your attention to the fact that's the same setup. Yeah. Um, and obviously certain recreated uh, sets from within the hotel were, I think, really well done because there's no way those original sets are still in existence. So they've had to redo it all from scratch. So technical achievement, you know, A1 for effort. Um. I did like the fact that it wasn't just continuing the story of the hotel. Uh, you know, it, it was a completely different direction. That was its but... saving grace. And I have to say, that's what put me off the idea of the film. Some of the trailers made it look like it was that. And I, I thought, think that was po- that was possibly fucked. intentional because, you know, you want to draw people in who'd seen The Shining. If you hadn't seen The Shining before, I think the, a lot of this film would be lost on certain people. Uh, I, I, don't... I disagree. The, the, the heart backs to the original would be lost on them, but the film stands totally. up on its own. It, it does, but I don't think it stands up as well if you yeah. haven't seen The Shining. Maybe not, but I still think it's a pretty um, good effort on its own right. The, you know, the, 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 the true... What, what do they call themselves? True, true not. True not. True, true yeah. not. Hmm. Um, 
on the whole, you know, I, I did like them as a plot device. I thought they were they were quite a, a a good group of characters to have in there. But I do think the um, the special effects on them it did look like them make the rejects from a Bonnie Tyler music video. It also made them look like rejects from hosts. Oh, well, you turn around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, turn around, bright eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a great video. But then, did you notice how similar it was to hosts? I did notice that, uh, but I, I wasn't going to bring it up. Well, I have. So there you go. It was very yeah. similar to hosts. <laughs> More similar to hosts than it was to bright eyes, which was massively overdone and completely irrelevant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree, but it did. But it did just make me think that. No, it's a comical moment. We watched it the other night, didn't we? Yeah. Just to well, turn, show turn Paul, around bright eyes. Yeah, yeah, Paul's a bit young, so he he doesn't necessarily know that era as well as I do, and I just think it's one of the most comical music videos of all time. I don't know what it's all. <laughs> what is it all about? Well, certainly the video wouldn't communicate anything. Does she like young schoolboys? Well, probably. It looks like that, it. that's what it kind of. The, yeah, the, the in imagery in there is so random, and. I, I just don't know what it, what drugs they were on. We're no, talking we're Bonnie, Bonnie Tyler here, aren't we? It's basically yeah, a, cinema, a cinematographer has gone, like, I want to make things look cool. I don't care what the song's about. <laughs> and I failed on was, both it counts. It was just he, he interpreted the lyrics yeah, too eyes. literally. Yeah, bright eyes, didn't he? He certainly did. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't remember there being any <laughs> lyrics about American football and ninjas, though. Or ninjas, no. Or school kids in the, in the bloody... Put swimming pool. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's absolutely mental. Directed well, by next Jimmy week Saddle, we can review it? the Bonnie Tyler video, if you like. Well, I you don't can, think we should. We could tag that on. <laughs> I, I, we could check out a different one. Maybe some of them aren't quite as pathetic. But that one is particularly... I remember showing you this to work at work, Kev, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the hell? Because yeah. I'd never even thought about it. It's one of them songs that's massively famous, but yeah, but the video is absolutely the... hysterical. Yeah, it's madness. <laughs> so, anything else, Graham? Um, I yeah, um, anything specific? I, I think, yeah, I, I think most of it. The the big thing for me to single out is that, um, you know, the effort with recreating the sets. Really, I, that that. That really sort of struck a chord with me. I, I liked they had the like, mini land, a bit like Hereditary as well, not as small. Remember that bit where they had little little oh, buildings? Yeah, the mini, the mini oh, village, the, the community project thing. Yeah, yeah, that I was like a little that. bit weird actually. And it was sort of looking at it because it came up without any sort of prior idea, and. It, initially, it made me think of the model village in uh, in Hot Back to Fuzz, the future. actually. Oh. Fuzz, yeah. Or Lego Lanos, stuff like that as well. Yeah. Well, there's there's a model there was, village in I'd... Yarmouth. Yeah, that's the one it made me think of. Oh, I know. Yeah, really? I've, I've never been in there. You have to pay to get in there, don't you? I think you do, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's one barrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that stopped me getting in. No, I don't blame you. I mean, if they introduced a charge to get into Yarmouth, then no one would ever go. Mm. <laughs> you barely want to go there, and it's free. Uh, yeah. Sorry if I just lost us all our listeners in Great Yarmouth. Well, we've got. Bye. I don't mention. I don't mention our like British listeners enough, really. But that's grown massively in the last two or three weeks. To four. No, but like it's it's gone. To, it's about 
half at the moment. What? So two? No. Well, it's more than that. <laughs> so it's more than. I'm not going to tell everyone. You know, we nearly got a thousand listeners now. Not in a week, my lad. But we're heading towards it. So I, I'm pleased. I never thought it would get there. So you said your bit. I've said my bit. Yeah. Can we talk about the end? Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's a really good. I quite like the ending because she's pretty much she gets done, doesn't she? Uh, the hat. The hat gets done. She was quite yeah. attractive. The hat. I thought. No, the, the she, hat. She the hat was. survives, but she gets fucked over. Yeah, but she, is she Swedish? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Rebecca Ferguson, isn't it? Is she? I don't know. Didn't look it up. Uh, yeah, she's Swedish. I think one of our Swedish listeners mentioned it on Twitter. Mm. Um, but she looks quite British, I think. Yeah, I thought she that's was what, quite pretty. What, it's kind of British name, too. Might be the hat, though. Maybe it's just the hat. Sits. Be the hat yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. So she gets done at the end. Um, has puts up a pretty good battle. She nearly had Danny. Does she near enough? She near enough. I'm just trying to remember back now. She near enough kills him, doesn't she? I think she yeah, thought she, that was what was stabs, happening. Yeah, she stabs him in the leg with a That's with it. the axe, and then sticks her thumb in the wound. She absorbs and some she of starts, his shine starts. energy. Yeah, he got yeah. that shine back though, didn't he? Um, well, no, he he died, didn't he? He did at the end, yeah. Yeah, Danny got done. Danny got done. a different movie. Well, he sort of... <laughs> he did himself, really. Yeah. He blew... That's the sequel. He burned himself. Yeah. Blew himself up for the greater good. And that was the end. I presume when he burned himself, he was already dead at this point. Well... I don't know if he no. was. He set, it, set the building on fire. Because I thought all <clears> those... Um, Hotel and spirits that he released from the boxes in his head got him after they got Rose, and then he they, was then they, dead. They possessed him. Uh, it, it looked it looked like you know he was kind yeah. of half dead. He was he was possessed when he went to kill Abra in room two three seven. Yeah, but, but he snapped out of it, didn't he? Yeah. he sna- she snapped him out of it. Hmm. Um, but it wasn't a permanent snap out, so to speak. No, it was a battle. He was still battling. Yeah. And and she she you know she told the spirits you know Danny went somewhere before he came to this room you know and and that's when they realised so the spirits essentially took Danny's body down to the boiler room but by that point it was too late and that's where he died mm-hmm. and that's that's where you get the imagery of Danny as a youngster again with the uh, Shelley Duvall lookalike as his mother yeah. No Jack, though. All right? No, no. He's still frozen to fucking the maze. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk boners. I think we said enough on this. Uh You know, we don't want to give the whole thing away. For me, I'm going to give it an eight. Loved it. We'll watch it again. It's great. I've read the books. It's a great story. You and McGregor does it really well, and and it and it's it's not a film that drags on. So eight out of, eight bonus for me, uh-huh. Steve. 
Uh, I think I'll give it an eight. I think the performances were brilliant and it was nicely executed and yeah, enjoyed it. I didn't have, Paul? there was nothing much to take away from it, as Paul said, but yeah, it was definitely an entertaining film, even if, you know, in places a little bit kind of creepy, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't End too off. scary. It was I'm just a good story. I'm going to give it an eight as well. No. You're going to give it an eight? Yep, giving it an eight. What solid eight so far? Oh, how are you, Graham? I'm going to give it an eight. Wow. wow. Four times eight. A clean eight. Nice yeah. eight. It, it, you know, it was, it, there, there were a few moments that the pacing could have been a little bit better, but other than that, you know, it was well paced. As you say, the acting and the casting was really good. The story is. Nicely detached from the original uh, film to be a, a a story in its own right, but with the heartbacks and certainly from a film context, the heartbacks to the original film, I felt it really worked. It was a, it was a very good film. That is great. So our first, yeah, all got the same score, eight bonus for our episode twenty-two. What does that make the total score? Well, eight. Oh. There we go. I, th- I think it, I think it's equaled fourteen oh eight possibly. Didn't that? Yeah, get it could be our number well. fourteen oh eight is yeah. not the same as eight. No, <laughs> fucking idiot. It's one thousand four hundred <laughs> more. You fucking idiot! Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, isn't it strong? What's, that what's... is strong, Graham. What have you done? Fall, on, up, fallen out of your rugby tree? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I remember rightly, fourteen oh eight got eights across the board. Ah, uh, but there's only three of us then. Yeah, there was, but so this has another one thousand four hundred. This is four eights. <laughs> <laughs> so four eight score. So that's good. So this is the number one film now. Four eights. Well done. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. choice. Good choice, Kev. Thank you. Thank you. So let's move on to what we watched this week. Normally there, someone says, oh, fuck. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? But no one did oh, today. Fuck. Oh, fuck. There you go. Fuck. Sorry, I still have my mic muted. <laughs> <laughs> How come? What, what, what are you muting yourself for? Are you swearing or? It's fine. Often, oh. often. No, I always mute my mic when I'm not talking in case I sneeze or something. Or vape. Oh, okay. Vaping. Well, you don't normally. I normally hear him vaping. Oh. So let's move on then. So, shall I start? No, you go last. Yeah, okay then. So, Paul, what did you watch this week? Well, this week I watched The Honeymoon Period, which he sent me to watch. I watched The Shining as well as Doctor Sleep, and I watched another episode of The Boys. Oh, was that good? What series you on? A second one. Okay. And it was very good. And there's good, new, yes. new characters in it. Are there new characters? There are some new characters, yes. So what did you think of The Honeymoon Period? It's a film we're going to review next week because this is we've been sent this to review. Um, what do they call those movies when they're not released yet? But Screeners, yeah. Screeners, that's it. So we've been sent the screener of that and we're going to review it on Monday night, I think. Um, but what did you think, Paul? 
Was well, that okay? Well, uh, I'll keep brief because you're going to review it anyway, but I really liked it. Okay. But I quite like Black Mirror, so it's probably why. Oh, it's along those lines. Um, yeah. yeah. How about you, Steve? Mm. I've not really watched much else apart from uh, the film we reviewed. I've not, not much to say. Okay. Graham? I can't remember. Okay. This is going why, well, isn't it? Why do you this... watch, Kev? We, we, right, held, we, we held you back till last so you could do the interesting bit at yes. the end. Yes. I've been on a watching some British films this week. After watching Hosts, I thought, you know, I deserve, you know, I need to give some more time. To British some homegrown talent, yeah? Yes. So I watched this film and I didn't know anything about it. And it was called The Droving. So Droving spelled D-R-O-V-I-N-G. I reckon that's driving, a typo. Droving. And the director was George Popoff, and it starred Daniel <laughs> Popoff. Popoff. And it's and it starred Daniel. Popoff a lot. Oh, fucking toy to stop. This was useless. So wasn't let it? me let me just tell you what the film's about. So a, a man returns from the military, and his sister's gone missing. Um, and the last time she was seen, she'd gone to this festival, and it's uh, kind of Cumbria way. I would say like above. The Lake District, like up that way, mountainy kind of areas, you know, hills. Mm. So his sister's gone missing up there, and no one seems to have seen her. So basically, he goes up there and starts asking questions, trying to find her. And uh, it's like, so he just goes around asking people to question and getting more and more violent with each one. Um, trying to get this information out of them. And this Daniel Aldroyd's character is just fantastic. He plays it so well. And that's what, it was him that kept me watching it. And I looked on like IMBD and that, and I only got like five and a half. But I think it's like easily worth a seven or eight. And it's going to be on my top 13 movies of the year that I've watched so far. It will be, it will be bang on there. And, yeah, you know, couldn't stop watching it. It was just so good. So I recommend that to you guys. Now it was on Prime as well, so it didn't cost me anything. Um, and there's another film by the same director and the same actor called Hex, and I've just put that on my watch list for the week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a go. Okay, so I would recommend it. A bit, bit of violence and 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 the views and things in the it's not the mountains but the hills and stuff. It's just amazing. House is made of like slaty things and stuff. It's, it's brilliant. Did you so, say it's the next droving? The droving. Yeah, the well, cover's just... got like like a picture of a wolf or something on it. Well, I've just looked it up, and if you're interested, apparently droving is the practice of walking livestock over long distances. Mm. So you know we're here to educate as well. And that is what we do. That's certainly a word I've learned the meaning of. Yeah, getting educated on the Bones Horror Podcast. So the next one I watched, this would be like the, the second one, uh, probably the only one, Jack in the Box, another British movie about a vintage Jack in the Box. You know what a Jack in the Box is, don't you? You yeah. know what one of them is? 
Yeah, you wind it up. I, I think you have to explain it in case there's any listeners who don't. Okay, it's a little, like, it's a toy, and you wind it up and it plays a song, um, like, it's usually Pop Goes, Pop the, goes weasel. the Weasel. Yeah, and then this, like, clown kind of thing pops out and is meant to scare you. Um, so this says this Jack in the Box is found. It gets do- donated to the museum, and people inside the museum start dying. Um, but this Jack in the Box, when he actually comes out, he's he's a very scary looking Jack in the Box. Um, but yeah, he can actually uh, really come out of the box and and kill people. Is he's he quite menacing. Bit of a muggy, you know what? M- muggy clown yeah yeah um and i really enjoyed that and there is a second one being made so it's just jack in the box at- too presumably I've, i think that is what it's called yeah it's, it's come up it's a good one that maybe now, another jack in the box <laughs> yeah what two in one box that's a weird idea i've never seen that two jacks two jack- in a box yeah. <laughs> yeah two jacks one box the yeah. only, I'd give that a sick, this movie, and I'd probably give it more in some ways, but like the lead actor was quite unbelievable. But the female actress was brilliant. I think her name was Lucy Jane Quinley. And the guy who played the Jack in the Box was very good as well, his body movement and, and the way he went around. So it was just good, the guy really good. The box? There was no guy who played the box. It was a big jack in the box, though, because it was like a, like a person in a size. Yeah, so it was it was, it was, a, it was a very box big, big enough to fit one full size jack. In that, yeah, full size jack, full outfit, and he was he was very mean, uh, and I I really enjoyed that. So there was a couple of British films I watched, and and I watched a movie. I'm not sure if it's Korean or, or what it was, but it was like hashtag alive. I think it's on Netflix at the moment. Zombie. Film. Oh yeah, where that guy's trapped in his apartment. Yeah. So yes. I finished watching that. That was very good. Um, heard it reviewed this week as well. Um, enjoyed that, but the only thing I didn't like it, it was poorly dubbed. It was really badly dubbed, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you watch that as well? Then, yeah, Paul? I've watched it as well, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned it earlier in the what did we watch this oh, week? I completely forgot. Um, I, that was the week yeah. before. That was the uh, week I wasn't on, I watched that. <laughs> and it's what we watched this week, not oh, okay. what we watched well, in the last fortnight. So. Well, I should have said that. The scope of this recently? segment is just too narrow for Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, yeah, that seven day, yeah, it's not good. But that, it, was, it was good. I just didn't like dubbing, um, particularly some of the American accents on these Koreans. We're quite poor, especially towards the end. Um, and that was about it for me. It's been a really quite busy week, and like we're doing the interviewing things, and that was quite stressful because I've never really done that before. Um, you did very well, yeah. though. Oh, thanks, Dave. Just Look, to say was... that publicly, I, I thought the interview was very, very good. Yeah, people have a listen. Like, listen well, I didn't get interview. that confused yeah. at all, really. I didn't do too bad. Um, so that's about it. So we just need to move on to what we're going to uh, watch next week, which I think is Graham's. Well, Am I right? 
next week, aren't we doing the, the honeymoon period next week? No, that's going to be our midweek. What we're going to do with these screeners is we're just going to do a bonus episode. Because okay. I think I think we need to give it a bit more time, but I can't. I don't right. think it's going to work, giving it forty minutes. Um, okay. I think it'd be nice to do a bonus show of twenty minutes or something in the week. So okay, okay. I, so I, I was, you've got I four was, one then. Um, I well, I, I, I let me search the memory banks and see what I was going to suggest previously. Um, are we going old or new? You can do whatever you want. So uh, the week after, I'll just give you time to think, Ram. The week week after, we are doing our Triangle revisited. So right, the when, first when was episode, that released? What Triangle? Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know. Two thousand one, two. We did a whole episode on that, Steve, didn't we? Yeah, okay, I think right. No, that's early two thousand. Right. In which case, you know, this week we've done a, a relatively new film. <laughs> Next, or week after next, we're going to do another relatively new film. So I'm going to go relatively old. Uh, I'm going to say Poltergeist. What, the original? The original, yes. Nice. Not the remake. No, I, I don't believe in remakes. They don't exist to me. Well, we've done a couple of reviews. But the pol- those, those episodes don't exist to me either. <laughs> So Polar no, Guys, which is what? Is that like 80s? 82. It was 80s, it? yes. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. But And then the week after, we've got Triangle Revisited. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's about it. So I just mentioned if you want to get in contact on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. If you want to get... Contact on Facebook, it's the Bones Horror Podcast. And we have our email address, which is boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. And uh, I will get back to you because it's normally me that answers everything. Um, any shout outs out there this week? Okay. That'd be a no. Let's give, <laughs> let's give, not, not to anyone who'll be listening, no. Let's, <laughs> let's give Nick J a shout because I'm sure he'll be listening. Yeah. So nice thank logo. you. The guy the guy nice who did logo. our logo and things. He's fantastic. And uh who else? How about <laughs> DJera? Who? DJera off Twitter. He's our Swedish listener. And all his friends. Thanks for the support, mate. It's much appreciated. Nice so one. we'll be back next week with episode twenty four. Is that right? Isn't yeah. it? 24. That tends to come after 23. You're, yeah. you're the one keeping count, Kev. Oh, I try to. Oh, dear. It is tricky okay. after half a year doing this, isn't it? It's like. It's near, yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy. Like they all muddle into one. So it's many episodes. Crazy. Well, actually, we yeah. So listen out for our bonus episode as well, which will come midweek. I'm going to have to come up with something where I'll call them bonus episode one or something. Bonus episode. <laughs> yeah, boner. Boners. Bo- what will I call my bonus episode? Bonus episode one. You've got a well, quite just the imaginative one. <laughs> I'm just trying to think how it's going to look when it comes out. You know, will it shunt the podcast somewhere else if it's not in numerical order? I don't know. If boner it's going to be shunted, I don't want to be present. Yes. So anyway, we will see you next week. See you later. See you later. later. Bye.